Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to start? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm here with Gronya Bins. Hi. How are you today? <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely lashing today. I don't know when this is going to go up, but um, today is one of those days, November days. So me and Gronya met through Julia Godfrey who is my friend, and she was photographing Gronia. And yeah, I just thought she was so cool. I'd actually followed you before, and I think I'd seen you at a lecture picnic, because oh. you were like fab and green. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very green. Like. And I was just like, oh my God, she's so slick. So like, it didn't waste any time. I asked her that day. I was like, come on my podcast. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because I think it's so good to see like a podcast like this popping up like through Dublin. Oh, thank you so yeah. much. Like, as soon as Julia told me, I was like, oh my God, like that is what like Dublin needs. I just feel like. Thank you. Yeah. yeah because like it is really hard in a place like Dublin where you feel like everyone's like judging yeah <laughs> and I also feel like it kind of sometimes I feel like circles can be a little bit like closed off like yeah. circles for like creative things it's yeah like, oh, if you're not in the loop then we're not letting you in the loop yeah but, like, oh my god I'm finding that now I'm like this sounds really bad and I'm really trying to fight against it but I'll say if there was someone who's like real sporty I'm like, oh, should I interview them? Because I feel like the artsy people will be like, fuck that, don't want to go on her podcast. You know, I mean, sometimes yeah. it's really like that. Yeah. But that's what I think this is like yeah, hopefully. nice because it's also, it's very inclusive of yeah. like a lot of different topics. And I think that's really good because then it like attracts like a very broad audience. Oh, thank so, you. Like, thank yeah. you. Well, this has started off nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I just feel like you don't want anything too niche I think yeah. it's nice to have a niche. Yeah, like, exactly. Even, like me, like my own like social media, I'm like, yeah, like festival fashion is like what I live for, but yeah. I don't just want I don't want to be you don't want to be put girl. in a box yeah, yeah so do you want to like, explain what you do before you like get into that kind of okay what do I do? <laughs> I, I go to festivals <laughs> no um I suppose I fashiony like I obviously I have my YouTube channel and stuff like that as well um so I'm kind of just like focusing all my energy into like content creation like styling my own social media I mean the obviously the long-term like goal and like dream is to be able to you know do my own social stuff like as my job but Mm. at the moment I just want to get like as much experience kind of with stylists and like doing content creation so I'm doing an internship with a fashion designer at the moment and it's great because he's actually also said he's gonna get me like sewing lessons and stuff which is like unreal so good because like like I feel like with my own style a lot of the time I'm like I want this, but, like, where can I get that? Yeah. And, like, I'll end up on the internet for, like, hours and then spending crazy money because I'm, like, I just want that. You yeah, know? yeah, where, yeah. like, I feel like if I could just make my own stuff. Would you like, ever want to make your own brand? Yeah, like, that's obviously, like... Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, social media, it, it is now a job. Mm. But I would like to have a brand to have something else as well yeah so I don't think I just want to do social media yeah it's very like isolating as well like yeah I mean obviously it's what I want to do but not in a way that I want it to be like my Instagram you know what I mean I want to build yeah. build like you like build from this build for yeah because yeah. I mean it's such a great building tool yeah like, exactly it's literally a way of like getting getting yourself a name really. yeah like because I even say like you know, ha- you look at people, like, even... Do you follow Tiger Lily? Yeah, I, she was actually in EOS when I was in EOS. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, her brand, like, 
has done so well because yeah. of her her mm. yeah so I just feel like if you have like you know a following behind you and like a name behind you like yeah. people are gonna want to buy mm. from that and like I don't and they be... trust you because you're putting your face up there yeah and obviously sometimes people breach that trust but like you know you can see it sounds weird but like your families and your vlogs and like you can see that like even though you dress so cool and your Instagram is so cool, when you go into your YouTube, you can see that you're like a normal person. Yeah, I actually find that so funny. And I think that's so happy. It makes me so happy that I actually have the YouTube channel now because mm. I was just saying to you, I only started it in January. And like I had a blog and stuff like that, you know, before. Mm-hmm. Um, But I just think like video is like way more like inclusive. Mm. And like it does make you a lot more vulnerable as well, which is sometimes like I've had to you know often like like at times be like okay that's not for YouTube you know yeah. like I literally like after electric picnic like I was just in kind of a like shitty place and mm. I like I sat down to like start filming a vlog and I ended up crying for 15 minutes to my camera and I was like you know I think I should put this out like you know people want to see this like people you know people need to see this side yeah. of me and then I was like okay People can see that side of you without you crying on the camera. And also you need to like prioritize yourself. Exactly. So I was like, okay, like took a break from it for like, you know, a while. And then I I started the vlog afterwards. And like then later on in the week, I like spoke about that and spoke Mm. about how I was feeling. And like it just was like me stepping back from being as vulnerable. Mm. But I do think as well, like having the video platform has given me a chance to show people that I'm not just my Instagram yeah like it was so funny it was only like I never see myself as like this cool girl you yeah. know but it was like I worked with a girl and like she's not on Instagram but she was saying like um her neighbor was like oh my god like Laura like you need to look at this girl like look how cool she is like she's so cool and um Laura was like oh that's Grania yeah and she's like oh do, do you you don't have Instagram like yeah. do you follow her and she's like I work with her and she's like oh my god like what's she like is she really cool and like Laura was just like no I like, feel like if anything she's a bit weird <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh just tell her I'm a big freak because I'm not like and I don't and that's why I like my YouTube because yeah. like it, it shows that I'm not like this unapproachable cool girl yeah you know? because like, I feel like on Instagram it's so easy to like curate your content and like yeah obviously yours is like su- like it's so so well it looks like a magazine or something <laughs> so it's like it's hard for people to see and this is the same with most people's but it's hard to pe- for people to see your like character yeah so they just make up a character in their head of like what you're like yeah I know yeah with yeah which is like weird as well yeah because you know, but I do as well think that's why it's nice having like the YouTube yeah no I love your YouTube because like your sisters as well are so funny I know like they're always like don't get us in and then they're like hey like dying to be in it like even my mom is always like god no don't get me in and she's like hi they're like and like we were actually at the beach the other day and she like whipped out her phone and was like, so we're just at the beach here now. It's Is that for warm. her Instagram? Yeah, for her Instagram. And I was like, since when are you a vlogger? Like, are you okay? She's like, I might, I might be a vlogger. I was like, oh, good Lord. Help us. Because I actually wouldn't even put her put it past her. She's such a Chris Jenner. Like, like my because my Ideal. sisters obviously do like they do like Irish dancing and stuff like that and she's like, a dance mom oh she's a dance mom like out and out dance mom like but she's such a Chris Jenner like <laughs> even sometimes like I'd be talking about 
stuff that I do with brands and stuff and she's like yeah well you know give me advice on it all and she pretends like she doesn't like want to get too into it yeah. like but part of me is like do you want to be my mom? <laughs> yeah. I've actually said it to her before. I'm like, why don't you just quit your job and be my mom? <laughs> I think maybe if I like, you know, eventually start like making like big cash off yeah. it, she probably will just be like, <laughs> I know she's like that. She's real like, you know, when she sees like success in something, she's yeah. like, hmm, what's that? <laughs> so speaking of your mom, we were talking about this before. You did a video. Do you want to just explain it? So it was probably the most like vulnerable video. Well, you have a lot of vulnerable videos, but like <laughs> I'm a vulnerable. <laughs> no, but like as in, like you revealed something. Do you want to just explain it because I'm doing so badly right yeah. now? <laughs> no, so my mom about I think she had her operation maybe nearly seven weeks ago. So I'd say I think it was it was mid September. So we're what November now. So it was about two months ago, two and a half months ago. Um, it was actually crazy. I was like tearing wallpaper like off my wall because I was we were getting all the rooms painted and I'm like sitting there like scraping wallpaper off my wall and like my mom works full time so I was like like why are you home yeah and she just walked into my room and like my auntie like she has a twin sister and like we're our families are like pretty close mm. but it was like a Monday at like 2 p.m like in the day I'm like scraping this wallpaper off my wall and they both just walk into my room and I was like why are you yeah, home what's up here? why is Siobhan here and my mom was just like, like, I have breast cancer. And like, you know, you hear those words and you're just like, what? Like, I was just like, <laughs> and I was just so shocked. But thankfully, um, the diagnosis she got was like really good. It was very early. It was just like um, a tumor in like, was her left one? Um, her left one, <laughs> her left boob, breast. I don't know what's the correct term here. Like boom, we'll say boob. <laughs> um, and thankfully, like she has like private healthcare with her job, so she was able to go private. Which, mm. you know, Makes such going a public, like it was still pretty fast. Like I think they said if she had gone public, she would have got the operation. I think on the nineteenth of October, but she got it two weeks earlier. Mm by going private. How insane is that that some people just have like I know like it's the right actually, to faster I know and like the thing is is like they said to her like look even if you do go public like it's it, it's not gonna grow yeah. much more you know but her thing was like she I just, just want wanted it gone mm. yeah she was like I just want this out of me and yeah. then thankfully when they took the boob <laughs> when they took her boob off <laughs> there's no right way to put it like you know <laughs> But they took like um like about seven of her lymph nodes because basically the thing with breast cancer is like I think it it goes to your lymph nodes and then okay. it can go to like your brain and it goes to like three other places I can't remember where exactly but mm. if it goes to the lymph nodes basically that's when you're kind of in danger because that's yeah when, like, it's, when it's when it goes to the second place I learned that with Jade it's like when it yeah. like jumps that's when you you know you're in trouble yeah and so thankfully hers hadn't spread to okay. the lymph nodes so like they literally just did the mastectomy and now we're actually still waiting to hear from the oncologist whether or not she's gonna need um chemo but like they've said to her like even if she does need chemo it's literally precautionary that is incredible because you hear so many sad stories and I, like that and is... the thing is is that's what we were saying because yeah. like like obviously it was a shock at first and we were like oh my god this is terrible and like it was <laughs> flowers kept coming to the house and yeah. my youngest sister Jodie like she's 16 and she was like 
why are people bringing flowers like you're not dying you need to stop bringing flowers like just really emotional about the whole thing like, it's just like a a kind gesture, you know, like it's not like, oh, oh. see ya, like you're dying now, do you know? But like, I think Jody just like at the very beginning, like was like, why is this happening, you know? Yeah. But, oh, that's a really hard age to deal with that kind of thing, even if it is like it has a happy ending. It's just like, I it know, gives you a shock. But it was like, it, it was the first, I think as soon as she had her operation, kind of we got like all the like good news and stuff like about it like it was much easier mm. to kind of deal with and then like like we heard like kind of so many more stories like afterwards that were just like horrific like yeah. my cousin like so my mom's twin son like he works with a guy and um like I don't know them or anything mm. but like she is I think she's like 30 like they just bought a house like we're just about to try for kids and like now she she was diagnosed it's in both like breasts so she had a double mastectomy and the thing is is like with any cancer I think uh even if you're like you know get the all clear you have to take this pill for five years which uh it basically I think it just helps to stop it coming yeah. back but you can't yeah get pregnant like for five years then. that's horrific so like that's what like my mom was kind of like um, she joined like a support group on Facebook and at the start I was kind of like stay off that because mm. you know there were some people being like oh they told me I wouldn't need further treatment and here I am three years later yeah. you know and I was like stay off that because like she went into it so positive and mm. she was like I'm going to be fine like you know it's just a bump in the road yeah. and kind of stuff like that and like there was other things going on at home she was like you know I just feel like crisis is like because I saw a video Russell Brand and like he was like it was literally like the day after my mom like had the operation and I was in hospital and like this Russell Brand video popped up and he was like crisis is the best catalyst for change and I was like see like yeah you know, unreal happens for a reason it yeah. might be like a really shit thing to happen mm. but like we've kind of learned mm. a lot from it. I think, like, this, the whole thing, and, like, yeah, just everything kind of... Because I was also going through, like, a really bad time, like, at the time as well, and, like, the whole thing has just, like, made me realise that, like, rather dwelling on, like, problems like that, you kind of have to look at it and say, okay, like, what did this teach me? Yeah. Like, what have I learned That's from incredible. It? Yeah. Especially if it's, like, it's, like, coming back to your career on YouTube, it sounds weird, but especially, like having that kind of mindset really helps with like say if someone has a nasty comment or yeah something like that just being like okay like I might not I might not even agree with this but like did I get upset over it maybe like why yeah. did I get upset yeah. you know what I mean yeah and definitely because I mean the thing is is like it is so easy to feel victimized when someone comments something yeah that you don't like but it's also like I'm putting myself out there mm. like nobody else is asking me to mm. put myself online I'm just like the crazy bitch that decided <laughs> to do it so like I am the one putting myself out there and the thing is is like not everyone is gonna like what I do yeah. you know even like sometimes you know if people unfollow you and stuff you're like oh like so many people I mean people it's balanced out so I yeah. probably have like since I've started which is only like three weeks ago yeah I probably have like 300 more followers but I'd say, like, 100 people at least unfollowed oh. me when I talked on my story for the first time. I get that. Any, <laughs> anytime <gasps> I, like, like, go oh my on my God. story, I'm like, people unfollow me. I'm like, okay. Like, you know, even, like, because I kind of get sent things the odd time and all. And, like, 
uh, I was talking about like a primer for Madison and so many people unfollowed me but I think it was just me talking it's like anytime I go on my story and talk about something yeah and I don't know whether it's like like I feel like part of me is like oh do they just like I feel like a lot of people are very like she thinks she's yeah yeah, yeah. you know it must be so easy to be someone sitting at home watching someone get sent a load of free shit and be like stupid bitch I'm not following her you know like yeah it must be so easy to be like oh yeah because I do it I compare my life to other people yeah and like you see things on social media and And I unfollow people all the time as well yeah so so do I yeah and like even you know you just go through like sometimes I go through my following like who I follow and like why do I even follow this person like I I started my Instagram like before it was like my Instagram yeah yeah like I've had that since I was about 16 like Mm. since Instagram came out like that has been my account yeah so like I have people from like years ago Mm. that you know like you meet like on holidays and on you're like or just like random phases that you went through like fitness (laughs) phases or something yeah oh and you're like sometimes you're like who is this person? Yeah, and it was only recently I started going through and, like, I was following people that hadn't posted since, like, 2015 and all. And I was like, why do I follow you? <laughs> like, like, it's so weird, though, about, like, the speaking stories because I was talking to Ashling Chan. Um, do you know her? She's, I do, like, yeah. She, she has such nice content and, like, her yeah. voice is really soothing. So, anyway, I messaged her because... Um, I kind of met her brother before and he works in a hairdresser I go to. That's an irrelevant piece of information. Anyway, I messaged her and then she was like, oh, talk in your stories. Like, people really love that. So I was like, I wanted to do it anyway, but where, I mean, I feel like Dublin can be anywhere you are, but I I kind of am scared of like, where I live in terms of like, people judging, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. so I was like, oh, like people, I know, I knew people were going to unfollow me. I knew it was going to be sent into like 20 WhatsApp groups. But I was like, <laughs> you know what? Like this is not even for like what I want to do, but like just for my own, if I put it out there, then I can't be self-conscious about it anymore because yeah. it's done. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to do it once and see how it goes. And now I haven't stopped and people are like equally following me and unfollowing yeah. me in equal yeah. measure. But the thing is like, you want to find your audience yeah exactly and I think that's part of the whole like losing slash yeah. gaining yeah followers thing yeah is like and especially when like you're kind of like because I'm obviously I'm at like 7k so yeah. I'm still I feel like finding my audience yeah kinda, like you know so I think when you're at like a like a smaller following like yeah. people are like oh like what's this all about and yeah then, like I also think a lot of it is like people kind of unfollowing and then following like that kind of yeah. game to get yeah. more followers which is like really annoying yeah. like it's 2018 yeah <laughs> but also like I, I feel like no one actually well to a certain extent some people do but like I feel like yourself you'd be like me like you're not motivated necessarily by the followers it's just like what that could bring for you you know what yeah, I mean yeah and I say this all the time because I feel like people must think I'm just like a psycho like obsessed with numbers but yeah. I feel like it's not even about it's not being like being able to be like oh I have 100k or whatever yeah. it's more about yeah as you said like what opportunities yeah kind of that exactly because, sadly we do live in a time where people look at your followers and yeah. like I've even found like it's so annoying sometimes working with brands and you see them working with people who have like 40k or whatever yeah. but my engagement is higher with yeah. that 7k so I'm just like it's really annoying that still 
there's brands yeah, that they should don't actually look, look at, at engagement. engagement yeah like, because that's way more important oh 100 like it's crazy because like, then it's like people who are like trusting you and like interacting with you anyway so they're probably gonna buy whatever you, yeah exactly like not that like you want them to buy whatever you promote but you don't need like put up things that are that's like it. i too. only put up things like that i feel like people would have an interest in yeah it's actually crazy because like recently there was like a a bit of drama like i saw a tweet kind of about like these necklaces like me and my friend clara like we both worked with the company sophia mm-hmm. um which are actually a pretty big brand in the States. And the necklace is so slick. So nice. And like, they're really big in. If like, you're listening, of... it's like a gold necklace that says Gronia. So yeah. like, it's not like it's like outrageous or anything. I know. Yeah, it's just really cute. And so like, I had seen kind of people wearing like similar ones and stuff. So when they said to me like, oh, would you promote this or whatever? And they said like, oh, just post a story and post two pictures or whatever, mm. which is fine. But then I like saw this tweet and like, it was... um someone who kind of is like on the scene as well mm. maybe I'll like discuss that like <laughs> off like, <laughs> but, um, and it was basically just like uh oh got offered like this necklace and like state of that like that's not authentic to my brand and um since then I've seen like two younger Dublin influencers who took up the pathetic offer and this is another thing, kind of taking an experience and learning from it. Like, I understand what? the point. So she older. Yeah. Mm. But I understand the point of view being made. Like, it was like, okay, the brand got a lot from us. So yeah. for, I think the necklace was maybe $30-ish. Mm. So for the $30 that they gave us the necklace for, out of each of us, like, also, I think it was completely wrong because... She didn't know, like, kind of whether we were being paid or not. You know, mm. like, you don't know. Like, brands could offer something different to different mm. people, you know. But um, she was basically saying, like, that's a fiver per post. Like, that's your value. Like, know your value. Which I understand that also. But, like, my, like, where I'm at personally right now, like, my authenticity, like, doesn't come from, like, how much I'm being paid for something. Like, yeah, we right were talking now, about this before and Grania's basically like, I want to build my trust and build my, like, the people who like what I wear. Like, n- I'm not going to promote anything that it's yeah. because it's paid for, basically. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, th- and that was my thing. Like, I saw the necklace and I was like, oh, people that I follow would probably like that. And it was even crazy because when I got sent it, my mom loved it, both mm. my sisters loved it. And even Julia was like, oh my God, I literally saw you and Clara wear those and I was, I was going to get one. Yeah. Like, so I was like, you know, once it's something... I feel like, you know, if someone messaged me and was like, hey, could we send you, like, I don't know, like, like a, a football jersey or something. Yeah. I, although I probably would. <laughs> but I just feel like if it wasn't my style. Like, yeah. I have had things before. Like, I got this really random email one day. And I was like, hey, like, we want to send you, like, this, um, it was, like, hot chocolate for hair. And I was already like, okay, ew, that sounds minging, first of all. But I was like, you know, I'll give them a chance because obviously, like, I'm trying to, like, grow my hair longer and stuff. And, you know, yeah. the the more, like, <laughs> help, the merrier, I suppose. So I was like, oh, like, can you give me a bit more information on the product? And also, like, is it vegan? And, like, she 
she just like emailed me back on like how to order it and what I needed to do to say that I'd ordered it. I was like, is it vegan? And she was like, oh no, sorry. I was like, have you looked at my page? Yeah. <laughs> do you have like vegan in my bio for that reason? Like, and I hate the way people think, oh, she has vegan in her bio, but it's literally just because I don't want people being to like. send you, yeah. Yeah, but it's also worked in my favor before, like as well, like I got like, I don't know why people get angry at people for literally what they eat. I it's know. so weird. <sighs> like whenever, I mean, I've, thank you, Car, who's continuously beeping outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, I've always like, I am vegan as well, but yeah. I've never said that. Well, it's not, I don't have a lot of followers. So whenever I say these things, I'm like, who do you think you are? But I've <laughs> never like, even when I was just using my like profile, like, socially yeah I'd never say it because I'm like oh people are just gonna hate me which is so sad because first of all like I didn't even start it as like a trendy thing I was trying to fix my hormones so I was like then like second of all like I'm not like oh you just ate a carrot okay cool (laughs) yeah no no I'm watching you I want you know what I mean this is like so weird yeah like it's apart from like whatever like ethics etc at the end of the day it's literally just what you wake up and eat and people get so angry about it I don't even like it actually baffles me like even I also hate you know when you're eating something vegan and people are like eh straight of that like and then like because I remember we were at electric picnic and like um my friends aren't vegan but like they would eat like a lot of vegetarian Mm. stuff and all and then when we were at like um electric picnic me and my friend got like this like oh it was so nice all the food at festivals just, mm, like, it's so good water. yeah but we got like this Indian like burrito so Unreal. it was like a curry like burrito because okay. it had like rice and all and like oh the my curry God. in it and it was like broccoli curry or something but it was so nice mm. and then my friend didn't finish hers and like one of the guys like on the campsite was like oh could I like try it like I'm starving she was like it's vegan and he was like oh do you know what? I'm just so hungry I'm gonna eat it anyway and then as soon as, because like at first he was like, ew, vegan. And then like as soon as he ate, he was like, this is actually so nice. But it's so weird as well because it's like all vegan is. Like say if you're eating something vegan, like they probably eat some stuff that is vegan all the time without know. knowing it. I, exactly. Like when you eat like something that doesn't have meat or dairy or eggs, that's it's vegan. technically I vegan. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's just, I feel like as soon as people like hear a label slapped on something, they're like, Ew. Yeah, and like I'm always like to people like chili heat wave Doritos are vegan. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy those. So. <laughs> Do you get a lot of like I know this is completely random again, but like just talking about the vegan and like the kind of hate. Do you get much hate or are people just chill? Um, not really, to be honest. Okay. Like yeah, no, I think also because like I've been vegan for almost two years. Yeah. And before that, I was vegetarian. Like. I think I told you before, like, I literally, when I was, like, 10, I was, like, yeah, no, um, I'm vegetarian. Yeah. And then, like, as I said, my, my mom works full-time, so she was just eventually, like, look, I am not making separate meals, yeah. like, and I don't expect, like, a child mind or two, so I was, like, okay, fine. And then when I went to secondary school, I, like, learned to cook for myself. Yeah. And I was, like, okay, um, I'm vegetarian again. Mm. And I actually did eat a bit of fish, but, like, not like loads Mm. I think I ate fish like once or twice a week just because I didn't really know about like chickpeas and lentils like Mm. back then my mom was like you need some protein or whatever um and then I like went into hospital like with like my anorexia and like it was actually horrific because like I was in there and I was like yeah no I'm vegetarian but like they made you eat it I at first I was like I'll have like a few vegetarian meals and then a few I'll have fish Mm. kind of as well and then 
like loads of people kind of on the eating disorder program kind of started to see the difference in the meals and Mm. it wasn't even like that much of a difference but like say for like the vegetarian ones you might get like chicken nuggets or goujons yeah and then i would be eating like a piece of white fish so it's obviously like way less calories so i think people started like pick up on like the fact that it was way less calories and started getting like the vegetarian meals and then they like brought in this real like the dietitian was like right Nobody is allowed to be vegetarian permanently. You're allowed three vegetarian meals a week. Now, bear in mind, That's we so have three sad. meals per day. Yeah. Five days a week there. And then and you have to six eat, or seven you have, days like, a week. I have to eat all of them. Well, we had like, the way that they did it in the hospital was like, we had like half an hour to eat the meal. Um, and like, you didn't have to eat it all, but like... Do they like sit with you though, Dan? Yeah, like the nurses. I actually, like, I struggle with an eating disorder as well. Yeah. Um my parents tried everything but it was just like just where I was at in life I just needed to like do it myself which I'd I never recommend exact... to anyone because it yeah. like I because I never admitted it to myself until I was like way not over it because the voice is always in your head but yeah. like until I was like way past the like the stage where I was at my worst do you know what I mean yeah um I knew in a way and what probably made me change is like how upset it made my mum and my dad that was literally the exact same for me like because I was I was in the hospital for three months and like the more that they told me that I couldn't have what the food I wanted the more I rebelled like Mm. and then it got to a point where they were like okay like you're not going home on the weekends unless you eat me and then my dad was like look just eat chicken and we'll buy you a dog. So that was when I got my dog Milo. <laughs> well, like that's, that's how I like... got my dog Derek. <laughs> oh my! Well, it was more because my mum was like, "Please be happy." And I was oh, like, dog "Well, then get lives. me a dog." Yeah. yeah. Oh but, my um, god. Yeah, but like that, like the lead up to that was me like locking myself in wardrobes and like they yeah. didn't let me go home for three weekends because like we used to get like weekend leave and stuff yeah. like that. And then like I got the dog and like, I ate chicken and stuff like that, but. I mean, I was still putting things in my slippers and, like, up my sleeves and then, like, keeping it there because then we had, like, 30 minutes supervision, like, after dinner. It was, like, disgusting when you think about it. Like, I was literally sitting with pasta, like, in my slippers, (laughs) like, just waiting to go and flush it down the toilet. Like So sad, isn't um, it? But then I left the hospital because, like, they were like, look, we can't do anything else for, like, your daughter, which is, like, really horrible as well. Like, my mom was like, like what am I supposed to do just like take her home to die and they were like well you know hopefully that doesn't happen but um yeah like I was literally like 40 kilos or something like oh my god that yeah that was the same as me like that was my lowest I think yeah in around there was like my lowest as well and And, like and you're way taller than me so that's like pretty scary yeah I think my BMI was like around 13 or 14 like and then it was crazy because I left and I was like adamant on going back to school because I just wanted to keep busy because I'm sure you know yourself yeah with a like eating disorder mind it's very like I need to be busy all the time like if I'm not doing something I'm not successful kind of thing yeah like that's my mindset mine was like busy but school I'm actually just gonna turn the camera back on because I know it's timed off but and I want to continue this chat (laughs) sorry yeah with an eating disorder mind like you do like want to like the the worst thing in my head would be like I don't want to go into the kitchen because I know I'll snack so like I never went into school I just refused to go to school but I'd spend just like hours in the gym or just like walk around my area or just sleep just like yeah. I knew if I was sleeping I wouldn't be like thinking yeah this is actually yeah. so scary <laughs> <laughs> like 
yeah I used to just stay and like people even though they knew even my friends like even though they knew that like what was going on you're so young and like they're still yeah. like why aren't you coming out yeah yeah and you're like you even though I hadn't even admitted it to myself I'm like you dad like <laughs> I know and like because it was even like one of the girls from my school like came to the hospital to visit me and she was like now in fairness like her dad had died like the year before and like he had like a lung transplant and like it didn't take very well so I think she was maybe probably just a bit angry at the mm. world but she was like you have a choice here like you can just eat like some people can't just mm. do that and I was like really it doesn't it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it is like it's so hard to explain to people and I remember meeting up with someone and she's actually very open so I can name her um like Vicky Cornick Mm. um I met up with her when she was quite sick and now she's like she's a personal trainer and she's so strong and it's like really incredible to see um but I was like in it's like people will try and be like and this isn't saying people can't be helpful they can but like people will try and be like I know but just but just eat like just try yeah. and it's like don't get angry with them because they are just trying to help but like the voice is just like it's just there it's always oh, there it's I, still it there even like you know like when I like started gaining weight eventually you know people were like oh you look so healthy and I'm like Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, but that's the worst no. thing like, to say. The worst thing to oh say is to tell someone they look healthy. I actually, <laughs> and there's like those kind of things like stick in your head forever. I know. Like there's so many random times. Like I can, I can tell you where like someone's. I even just one just popped into my head where my mum's friend was like um, talking about someone else, and she was like, and she's even skinnier than you. And when you're on like when you have an yeah. eating disorder brain, you're so competitive about it. Oh god, I know. That was everyone why they kicked me. Out everyone of that's walking past you, you're like. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. Yeah. This is such a fucked up conversation. What is like So like, I was like, okay, well then. And that just went like, and like no one in my family even knows all these like random little loops. But they're things that like are such like milestones in my head. Yeah. Um, and things that I'll always remember. Like what, what triggered it off? Sorry, I'm talking so much. But what triggered it was like, um, it was like a few different things that were going on in my life that were kind of like, Maybe not for someone else, but for me, like, traumatic, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then um, I was in Portugal on one of those holidays where, like, everyone from Dublin is there or whatever. Yeah. And um, someone introduced me to these boys that were, like, two years ahead of me. Because yeah. I was going out with a boy in that year at the time. And I thought I was so cool because we were yeah. going out with an older boy. And one of them was like, oh, I thought she was smaller. And the other one was like... Oh, God. The other one was like... Oh, but she's got like, he said something so gross, and which wasn't true, but he was like, I just got fat titties and a fat ass. And I was like, they, and also, I'm a size A cup, so sorry to <laughs> crush your dreams, the guy who said that. And I actually knew those guys after, and they're really nice. Yeah. Um, well, they're obviously like <laughs> a bit fucked up, but like, that, that was just me, gone. Like, yeah. it was, it's so weird, and like, people don't realize that, like, it's not. It's obviously something that maybe is in your head that you're like you can you can be triggered, but like it's yeah. like the smallest thing. Oh, I know. Yeah, I don't even know what it was to me. I think I don't know. Like I did a lot of dancing and stuff like that, and mm. uh, like I see, I like first kind of had like tendencies, like like yeah. in first year, kind of in school, like they would supervise me eating my lunch, and I think, and like this isn't to like blame anyone, but 
like I grew up in a house with like good and bad food and yeah. like everyone was always dieting I feel like it's probably the same with everyone yeah no everyone's like, mom is always the, on a diet it's you like know? a culture of like yo-yo dieting yeah, yeah exactly which is why I'm so happy that we're now moving into like a place of veganism yeah because it's a like I've definitely feel like I have a very healthy relationship mm. with food now because I don't have good and bad food so yeah. everything's just like in moderation kind yeah. of thing so I think vegan like is really good for that like like I don't want to obviously go to medical professional but just my opinion for me being vegan like changing my diet over to that was like I never felt guilty as long as it was and like it took me a yeah. long time to get to being vegan. Yeah. And um I never felt guilty if I changed my guilt around to be vegan, if you get me. So yeah. like I only felt guilty if it was like cheese or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um but if it was like a huge like bowl of potatoes, like garlicky potatoes, yeah. I'd be like, that's grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it took me a long time to get there, but I feel like that's why it was really so helpful to me in so many ways yeah yeah I don't know yeah because I mean I because I definitely feel like it's helped me a lot because I even look at like I relapsed it was maybe a year and a half ago about this time last year I was still only about 50 kilos so still not like like I'm five foot six so it's not like I was underweight but Mm. I wasn't a healthy weight like I was very for you because everyone's like different exactly yeah so I was still like you know because it was like I like started losing weight again kind of around March time and then my mom was like bringing me to the doctor and stuff again just like to get my bloods and stuff done because she was like I'm worried about you um and then my doctor was like I was go- I was going traveling and she was like you're not going traveling unless you're like a certain weight and I was like right okay and then it wasn't even like when I was traveling like I was trying to lose weight but I just like lost so much weight that I automatically kind of went back into the mindset because I feel like once you once you see like this okay we are actually like on such a roll but like it happens to me every time I go on holidays well I went to Canada this summer with my boyfriend so not then because all you're doing is eating yeah but in past holidays like I went to Thailand and I went to Interlink as soon as I feel that my like clothes are getting a little bit loose I'm like it sends me right back and I have to really try so hard and like I like I'd like it sounds really fucked up, but like it'll never go away that I like love that feeling. It's oh, an addiction. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. It's an addiction. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And like the first time I got better, like, like <laughs> my tummy just rumbled so bad. I hope you can't hear that on the mic. Um, well, as I said, like they kind of kicked me out of the hospital, and I was still like just adamant that I like wanted to be, you know, in that like mindset and stuff. Um. So I went back to school, was like throwing my lunch in the bin, was still like being made eat chicken and stuff like that. And then I literally hit rock bottom. Like I got shingles like really badly all around my like ribs and stuff like that. And like my auntie took me to the doctor and the doctor was like, you're going to Bowman, like you need a tube. Like you're, I don't trust you being at home. And I was like, please like, cause you know what it is as well, mm. it's control. Yeah. So I was like, I just, I needed to be able to control what was kind of going into mm. my body. And I like literally went home that day. I was like, right, I'm going to eat a sandwich. So like made this big like sandwich, like ate the whole thing. And then as soon as I finished eating it, I was like, I have to go for a run. So I like went running and I was, God, like, as I said, my BMI was like maybe 13 or 14. Like I was so underweight and I was like running and like, I just stopped and I was like, oh my God, like I think my heart is stopping. So I made it home and then I like literally was like 
coughing up blood like it was horrific I just lay and like you said you did it for like your mom and stuff like yeah. that I was like laying on like my mom's bed and I was just like oh my god like my sisters are first home from school and like they're gonna find me here like yeah. I was just like oh god and thankfully obviously I woke up and then it was like then I was like okay like I'm gonna eat again but like I ate meat and stuff like that and I feel like the way I was eating because I kind of did it myself I feel like I gained too too much weight which is obviously when you're gaining weight, mm. that's always your biggest fear. Yeah, it's because your like body hasn't had food, so it's like clinging onto anything you can exactly. get. Exactly, yeah. and I'm the type of person that when I like set my mind to something, like I'm gonna do it. Mm. And so when I was like in my eating disorder, I was like, I'm gonna be the skinniest person that like ever existed. Obviously, I wasn't like the skinniest person that ever existed, but I was like very bad. Mm. Like, and then as soon as my mindset flipped I was like okay I'm gonna get better and I literally was like weight restored within six months so I went from like 40 kilos to like 52 in like the space of like six to nine months I got my period back within the year and everything which sometimes can take ages Mm. but I still just don't think I had like that healthy relationship Mm. with food and then it was only when like because I was then vegetarian again and then it was like last year when I was like okay like I need to get better to be able to go to Thailand so Mm. I was like okay like I've done vegetarianism but I still had this weird mindset with cheese Mm. (laughs) and I was still labeling kind of cheese as like a bad food and Mm. like stuff like ice cream and stuff as like bad food Mm. so I was still like this is still like a very like you can't have that with food you need Mm. to just be okay with it so I was like right I'm gonna go vegan and like everyone in my family was like oh god here we go because you know like the thing is is like with veganism is you are restricting yourself from a lot of food. a lot of food is very low calorie so yeah but I do feel like I eat like I I eat eat mountains of food yeah that's what people don't understand they're like oh my god like you must be so healthy first of all there's so many options like I just discovered and um, there's vegan magnums and cornettas and we went that. we went yeah. to Dunn's and I literally like there's so much you can Dunn's get now so good for isn't me, it now. they have the wildlife cheese yeah and shout everything. out to Dunn's <laughs> like so yeah and exactly like cheese and stuff like that and the mayo and the also mayo for like well. the first like couple of months I was vegan all I ate was Camille takeaways <laughs> so good I always get the vegan pad prick hang yeah, yeah. no like so I know nice. the menu no I know the menu <laughs> it's so good it's so nice and but I even feel like because I obviously as I said when vegan like it was March what year are we now 2018 so it would have been March 2017 so it'll be like two years in March yeah and when I even first went vegan like you I couldn't eat out like yeah. it was like impossible or like because you're like embarrassed as well to ask and yeah yeah is where now I feel like you look at a menu and they have a vegan option yeah like most but also now I'm like I'm paying for this meal so like I'm gonna ask for what I want I'm not gonna be embarrassed anymore yeah. the only time I get embarrassed is with I'm with if I'm with like another family like not my family yeah or if I'm with like friends I don't like obviously they're not your friends if they're like what the fuck but yeah just sometimes you just get embarrassed which is so stupid because like it was so funny like we were out for my boyfriend's graduation the other day and he was getting like a dessert and uh it said like may contain nuts and he was like oh just can you get this without the nuts and then (laughs) he was like I feel like you (laughs) (laughs) because I'm always like oh I'll have that but without the cheese and without the sour cream (laughs) like without this like there's always like something yeah Yeah. 
Unless, yeah. obviously, there's, like, a place which there's, like, a vegan menu. Which, yeah. as I said, like, there's so... I went to... I've, I'd been there before, but I went to Token, like, last week. And, like, I was eating their vegan hot dog. And I was like, I just don't trust it. Like, this is definitely vegan. Because it's so good. it is. Yeah. But, like, it literally tastes... Oh, my God. That happened same. to me in Canada. There was a guy... We went to this, like, stall. And I was like, can I have a veggie dog, please? And uh, they were like, yeah, sure. So they, like, gave it to me. And then... The next guy collected his and they looked the exact same. And he was like, this is a beef dog, right? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I don't think any of this is like what it yeah. says it is. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to throw this in the bin. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it's, it's mad though, some of the things. Like I got last week as well. Last week was like a crazy food week. But <laughs> I got um, pizza from Defontaine's and they... It has like vegan cheese on it, and then they make like a cashew cheese to go on it as well. And I was eating where is this, that? and I was—it's in town. I'm not actually sure where because John actually picked it up for us, but um, John Manger <laughs> picked it up. Um, but I was eating it, and I was like, "Are you sure this is vegan?" He was like, "Grania, it had like a massive sign over it saying vegan. Like it's definitely vegan." And oh I was my like, god, really? unreal! Because like I always get pizza from the Bernard Shaw as well, but yeah. they don't have vegan cheese. And then it was only when I was always like, "No, like I don't miss it. Like on pizza, like I don't miss cheese." Because like the way I like got myself to being vegan, like cheese was the hardest thing for me yeah. to give up. Like because I loved cheese. Like, yeah, same. And then I was like, okay, like I really want to go vegan. Like, so I was like, right, I'm going to set myself like three days a week where like I can have cheese with dinner or something yeah. like that. And then eventually I was like, I don't even like cheese. I just... Because you were eating, eating it so much on those days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, right, I'm ready. Like the time yeah. is here. I'm ready to go vegan. Because like I never drank milk, never really liked yogurt. Mm. Both made me gag. Same. Eggs, like I ate them if there was nothing else on the menu, but I wasn't like, it just oh, made me I feel love sick. eggs. Mm. Yeah, I... And I hate the smell of them as mm. well. So I've just, I don't know. I think I'm like a born vegan, yeah. like kind of, because like, yeah. But um, yeah. Unreal. And that's how I like weaned myself off cheese. So I was always like, I don't. <laughs> and that, miss my it. friends, is like. Oh my god! Have you you live close enough to Bright? Have you ever been to Platform yeah. Pizza? Yeah. Oh my god! Have you had their yeah. vegan pizza? Because so I had never good. tried it until I was at EP, and like my friend was taking slow mo videos of me eating this pizza because she's like, I've never seen someone enjoy food so Platform much. and Boxburger are so good for. Yeah. Oh, I actually got a box breaker. Well this is like a food podcast. <laughs> no, I got one because, yeah, I was like, I feel like when I go to festivals, because there's so many options that yeah. are like vegan, I literally like eat everything. Yeah. Like so and No much. one ever goes into the arena, but I think that's the best bit. Mm. Like my boyfriend this year, normally he goes, well, like his friends are there obviously, but like normally he's like, like stays with his friends. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, this this year he like stayed with me and I was like but by the way like I don't like to be all day just like sitting around drinking cans like yeah. I like to go in and get like a curry yeah. walk around like the body I'm, and soul I'm the area exact same as that and then this year he was like this is a whole new festival for me like I can't believe these options were he's a foodie <laughs> as well and he was like what the fuck like this is unreal and I definitely I was like, think yeah. there was more options this year as yeah, well oh it was God. so good this year but that's another thing like even with veganism growing like it's so big now mm. like even because I obviously have, I've been going to festivals for like a good few years now and I go to like pretty much most of them kind of in the summer yeah and like the only one that I still don't really think has like evolved in terms of like vegan food is life but it's a bit <laughs> that's another story yeah <laughs> but like even like body and soul and all together now like I was eating like 
four meals a day like I don't even eat four <laughs> meals a day at home like I, I'm lucky if I get two in because I forget half yeah. the time and just snack on things yeah. like but literally like it, like two hours have passed and I'd be like okay well where can we get food now just because like it's so good and there's yeah. so many options but like I think like that's definitely just happened like in yeah. the last year and it's the same with even places in town mm. you can just get something vegan like mm. anywhere is where like I feel like I think it's been even in the last six months yeah like it's just been like an explosion and yeah. like that's what I hate as well you know the way you you were saying like oh it's a trend and yeah. whatever and people say that it's a trend so what if it's a trend yeah. it's a trend that a helps the environment and yeah. b is like really healthy so yeah. like why yeah why do you care why is, what's the big issue <laughs> yeah. like? okay I think we have to end there because we went so over time but it was the conversation was too interesting so thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me and yeah I hope that we keep having these conversations <laughs> okay bye bye